Hi again, everyone. Uh, it's good to be with you again. Uh, we're coming to you in this forum because uh, we're not live streaming through January. So for those of us who can't be together on the Sunday morning, um, we wanted to just provide a way for you to be able to access the teaching that we're bringing through January. It's teaching on resolutions, what we resolve to be this year. And um, our first one was this one. I resolve to go to Jesus more often this year. And then following that, we had, I resolve that those closest to me will get the best of me this year. And then last week, we said, I resolve to keep spurring others on this year. And in this last resolution, um, we'll, we'll start with a little illustration. Um, I want you to picture this. You walk into your bathroom at home and uh, somebody has left the toilet roll empty. It's just a cardboard cylinder. Um, spinning on the rack there and you just think why would people do that would you do that would you leave the, the toilet roll just empty there and if you're if you're at home would you do that if you were out would you do that in a public toilet do you just would definitely do that um like what what would make you just replace that role for somebody else what sort of circumstances would need to be in play um, for that to happen uh, for some of us would always replace it, maybe, even, even in, um, in unfamiliar circumstances. Others of us never would, even when we're at home. And for most of us, we're somewhere in the middle. Um, sometimes, not other times. Uh, conversely, how good is it when someone does, when you've got a fresh roll there, or when somebody's washed the towels and they've actually hung up a new towel, so you've got wet hands and you can actually um, dry your hands, or when you sit down and the remote control is where it should be and you don't have to spend half an hour looking for it. Those little things that people do when the clean clothes are folded and put away, when you get in the car and it's tidy, someone's put, taken the rubbish out of that and, and you, even though the fuel gauge you knew was hovering on empty, someone's filled it up and now it's all good and ready to go again. When people have done the little things, the extra things, the quiet things that add value, and it's, really, it's helpful for our lives, isn't it? It's, it's, um, it's an expression of selfless love. And that's why this uh, resolution number four um, is this. I resolve to quietly add value whenever I can this year. I resolve to quietly add value whenever I can this year. It might seem like a little thing and you might even say, How, where's this in the Bible, Danny? Like, Where does the Bible say anything about dishes or tidying or quietly adding value? Uh, well, a few places. Let me start with this one. Matthew uh, chapter 5. When Jesus says, I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven, what does he do? He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good, and he sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. Um, and in Romans 5, Paul says this, God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And John says this in 1 John chapter 4, This is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. And Paul in Ephesians 5 says, Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Uh, follow God's example. Love like God loves. He gives everyone the sunrise and the rain. Jesus gave his life for every person. 
when we didn't care and we, we didn't know um, and we didn't want him, uh, when we were the opposite of helpful or right, Jesus died for us. So if there's something we can do quietly that will add value for other people, even if we don't know them, or even if we do know them and we don't like them, or even if we think they're not very nice or, or very worthwhile, if there's something that we can do quietly that adds value to their life, then we should. As children of our Father in heaven, we should quietly add value whenever we can. And that's why our resolve is this. I resolve to quietly add value whenever I can this year. Let's do some examples together. You get home from work or from sport or from your book club or wherever you've been. Um, you get home and your partner or your, your mum or your dad or your son or someone is cooking dinner. You can smell it. It smells, well, it just smells what it smells like. It might be awesome. It might be not. It doesn't matter. They're cooking dinner. How can you add value in that circumstance? Uh, would it add value for you to come in and say, oh, not this again. What do you, you know, like to criticize it? Would that add value? Probably not. Would it add value for you to put your feet up and just say, hey, can I just get my drink or whatever it is that you want someone in your house to bring to? Does that add value? Maybe. How could you add value? How could you add value to that kind of space? Um, well, there's a few ways, isn't there? You could help. Is there anything that I can do to help? You can help prepare food. You can help cook. You can do the dishes. Or if you're not wanted in that space, um, which sometimes you're not, uh, you can help in other ways. Tidy the room, do the washing, um, fold some clothes. Um, you, you can help in terms of your uh, presence. Ask them, how is your day? Um, what's going on in your head? What, you know, what are you thinking? Or you know, engage somebody else. There's lots of ways we can add value in that space, isn't there? As one example. Here's, a, um, here's another example. Uh, you're in the cafe. There's toys everywhere. You don't have to be in the cafe. You can be anywhere where there's lots of kids and toys anywhere, and it's, it's just about the clothes, and you know your kid had some of those toys out, but there's lots of them out. How can you add value? Or this one, you're in a retail outlet, and you turn a corner, and there's a, the jigsaw box, you might not go to the jigsaw box section, but I do sometimes, and the jigsaw box uh, section is spilled out. Some kids sort of pulled out all these jigsaws, and they're all over the, the boxes, are all over the floor. How, how can I add value in that space? I mean, no one's going to pay me for it, you know. It's not, is it my responsibility? But still, how can I add value? How, how can I value add? How can I contribute well um, and add value to that situation? Or um, this one, you're driving in the dark, in the rain, and you get over a crest, and just over the crest, there's a tree that's, or a branch that's fallen over the road. It's dangerous. You, pull, you swerve, you just miss it, but you think, oh, that's, that could be dangerous for somebody else. And you look back and the tree, I don't know, maybe it looks heavy or maybe it doesn't look heavy and it's raining and you've got to, maybe somewhere you've got to go. How, how can you add value in that situation? I mean, maybe you can just get out and move it um, or maybe if you think that's too dangerous or, or too hard, um, maybe you can just put your lights on so nobody else crashes into it and call somebody to come and move the, I don't know. I don't know, but the thought, how can I add value um, rather than how do I just move on and not worry about the situation is what I'm trying to get at here. How can we add value? Um, because it might not be our responsibility in our own minds anyway, but remember this, God gives everyone the sunrise. He died for all of us. And in the quiet moments, 
He wants us to be people who add value. Um, there was a, a morning uh, at some point in the last, I don't know, six months or so, it was really windy. It was, it was like blowing a gale, really. And it was a Friday morning and I was driving out early because I have a, meet, a coffee meeting at 7 a.m. on a Friday morning. And, um, and it's not a meeting about coffee, we just have coffee while we meet, anyway. Uh, so I'm driving out to do that on a Friday morning and I noticed that our bin that's at the front ready to be picked up by the truck is blown over in the wind and there's just a little bit of rubbish out. So of course I'll get out of the car and I put the rubbish back in and I stand the bin back up. Um, it's all good. Um, then I notice that I get a little further down the road that my next the neighbor's bin has also fallen over. So I stop the car and I get up and I put the rubbish back in and I reset the bin. And then I get around the corner and there's a few more along that street and I think, oh crumbs, I've probably got time for another three or so. And so um, then I um, put the, all those bins to right as well. And then I drive around the bottom of the road and look up the hill and every single bin, <laughs> every single bin has been blown over in the wind. And I think, I'm going to be here all day if I'm resetting everyone's bin. And do they really want me to all reset their bins? Am I just encroaching if I do? And is the truck just going to do that anyway when they come through? And is it my response? You know, how far do we take this I want to add value thing? That's a great question. We're going to come back to that. Because it's not just the practical things like that, like bins falling over or, or uh, you know, packing up toys or helping um, at home or anything like that. It's not just the practical things like that. It's our words too, our words. Um, I resolve to add value whenever I can this year. That includes in what I say in my speech. Um, you know, when you notice someone who's doing their job really well, like a waiter or a plumber or, I don't know, someone, and you, you see that person's doing a great job. And if you stop them and go, hey, I noticed you and you're doing a fantastic job, you're good at that. That encouragement, that adds so much value to their life. Like. You know, we're not lying, don't make it up. Um, or pump someone's tires up or uh, flatter them when it's not appropriate or anything like that. But if you notice that something's, you know, well done, then it's good. Use your words to encourage somebody, well done. Like, I love that. I love what, I saw you do that and that was awesome. Um, I'm impressed with how well you're doing that job. Uh, words of encouragement go a long way in our lives. Um, so we can use our words to add value. Um, and in, even in general use of our words, this is a good filter. You know, I'm speaking now, are my words adding value? Are my words in this conversation building others up or tearing them down? Because one of those things adds value and the other doesn't. And, and I resolve to add value whenever I can this year, even with, with my words. Um, sometimes the most value adding words are a rebuke, a correction. Like when you're talking and it's just someone's being kind of gossiped about or run down and someone else in the conversation says, oh, guys, I don't think we should be talking like this about someone right now. And everyone feels a little bit awkward, but gee, what a value-adding contribution to that conversation that is. Um, sometimes uh, a rebuke is value-added if it's in love. Um, or uh, sometimes um, words can be used to add value uh, in uncomfortable ways in this way, when somebody is up unhappy with you or you're unhappy with someone else and you're all both a little bit elevated or heated or whatever and somebody in that conversation just says, look, can we just pause, take a step back and because I want to talk about this issue but I think we need to be a little bit calmer so we can do it more constructively. Um, that's using your words too to add value. Um, and the other way we use our words to add value is with honesty. 
Honesty. Proverbs 24 verse 26 says this, An honest answer is like a kiss on the lips. Uh, that is, a kiss on the lips that you wanted, a good thing. <laughs> Not like a kiss on your lips that you didn't want. Like an honest answer is a good thing. Like, oh, that was nice. Honesty. Um, value added. You know, it, it's a metaphor, this. It's not literal. It's not like, you know, oh, can I have a kiss on the lips? Honestly? No. I don't want to kiss you on the lips. There you go. That's an honest answer. That's what you wanted. Uh, no. Um, this is a, it's a metaphor. Honest answer is nice, helpful, welcome. Uh, this doesn't mean brutal honesty. Like if I came home uh, with this haircut and I said to my wife, you know, do I look better with short hair? And she said, uh, honestly, I don't think a haircut can help you. <laughs> that, might be, that might be honest, but it's not motivated by love, is it? And it's not, it's not, this text is not talking about brutal honesty where you just say whatever you want because you think it's true, even though it's harmful um, or hurtful for somebody else. Uh, the context of this verse, an honest answer is like a kiss on the lips, is the law courts trying to work out if there's deceit and manipulation going on. I'm trying to work out if someone's telling the truth or if they're lying or deliberately maligning someone else or making things up. Um, really, what, what the proverb here is saying is don't leave people wondering, you know, wondering where's he coming from? Like, uh, what does he want? He's fudging around. I can't tell if he's... What's true about what he's uh, saying there? It's like Jesus says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Be honest, be real. Honesty adds value to everyone. Like don't lie, don't deceive, don't manipulate, don't antagonize for suge with suggestions or innuendo and half-truths. Just be real, be truthful. An honest answer is like a kiss on the lips. And some of the ways this plays out for us is in this, like honesty in confession. When you've done something wrong, then fess up. That was me. I ate all the biscuits. Or the chocolate is gone because it's in my stomach, you know. Um, or yeah, I did. I, I overstepped and I hit my brother or whatever it is that actually happened, that really actually happened. Um, tell the truth. An honest answer is like a kiss on the lips. Um, see, the thing is, whatever's happened has already happened. It's happened. It's a real thing. It happened. And... You can't unhappen it, um, and the best way forward in it is to tell the truth. It protects your relationships, and um, it gives your relationships integrity and life and vibrancy. You can't have real, close, beautiful relationships unless you will be honest. So that's one way honesty um, helps to add value. Um, another way it is in the context of working on your relationship, when you think, oh, there's this thing in my relationship with somebody and it's actually got to the point where I need to say something in love for, so that our relationship can grow and thrive. And so in the right time, when you're both calm and, and, you've, and you're able to listen to each other and to be able to say, look, honestly, when you behave like that, I feel like this. Like, it affects me, that behavior. I just need you to know that in honesty, I need to, t I need to tell you the truth about something that I think we can improve on in our relationship. Now, an honest answer uh, is like a kiss on the lips. Uh, honesty can add value if it's seeking a good outcome. Truth in love, um, honesty that seeks your good and our reconciliation. That's honesty that adds value. So in all my conversations and my honesty and my encouragement, in all my words, I resolve to quietly add value whenever I can this year. 
See, we underestimate the power of every small word or act of quiet, selfless love. And in our lives, we may achieve big things. We may influence thousands of people on whatever platform we occupy. We may do huge acts in helping the poor or um, the sick or the environment. Our lives might add value in huge ways. That'd be awesome. But look, the greatest effect our lives have isn't in the huge things. It's in the small things. It's in the quiet things, the, the hidden things, the resolve that Jesus gives us that rises in us to be people that quietly add value everywhere we go. Uh, I had a friend in Mornington uh, when I lived down there and he spent a lot of time with us. Um, he was far from God, um, but he spent a lot of time with, with us and our family and, and me particularly. And I, we talked a lot. He could talk and I, you know, you know me, I can talk. So we talked a lot. I talked about God and about life and about Jesus and about um, all this stuff that I talk about uh, to you all the time. Um, I talked to him about. Um, there's not much that he didn't know about what I thought about that whole space. Anyway, he still seemed far from God. But one day, he just announces, he turns up and announces, I had a chat with your mate upstairs. That's what he used to call God, your mate upstairs. He said, I had a chat with your mate upstairs and, and I'm, I, reckon I'm, I reckon I'm in. I'm, I've given my life to Jesus. And I was, we were amazed. I was just amazed. And I asked him, when? Like, when did this kind of click for you? When did you know? And I'm thinking, what did I say? What did I say? Um, and he said, that time that you had people over and it was raining and I called you out of the blue and said I needed some help to shift a car and you just put some old clothes on and you came and you helped. That's when I knew. <laughs> I thought, oh, all those words. And it's the practical um, demonstration of value-added, selfless love. Um, it's the small things. It's the small things. Now, the reason that we want uh, this resolve to add value wherever we go is because we want to be children of our Father in heaven. Like, it's good that people see this and get saved. It's good that people see this and get drawn closer to Jesus. But the reason we want it is so we can be children of our Father in heaven. We want to be like him. He pours out selfless love. We want this desire to add value everywhere, to ooze out of our pores. Um, we want it because we want to be like him. We want to be like him for our satisfaction. And when we want that, when we want that, when we want, even when no one's watching and no matter who the recipient is, uh, when we want to quietly add value everywhere. Um, and, and when you want that and you quietly add um, value everywhere and, and when I quietly add value everywhere, um, that's when other people see the kingdom of God. All right, so back to our bins blown over in the wind and me looking up that road and just bins over everywhere. When have I done enough? When have we done enough? When have I, you know, I've gone out of my way to add value even though no one's watching and it's quiet and, and nobody's seeing that. When can I stop? When can I hand over this responsibility to somebody else? When does my part in this um, end? And you might go, well, it depends. It depends on what? Well, you know, how important is this meeting that you've got to get to? You know, now I've got competing priorities. Do I help this person or do I help that person? Um, what else does it depend on? It depends on whether the people who are receiving this kind of value add are going to actually receive it as value add. They might just think, what are you touching my bin for? You know, like it depends on whether they want that. Um, what else does it depend on? It depends on if it's safe for me and and how unsafe am I happy to be in this kind of value-added um, environment? It depends on a lot of things, doesn't it? What would you do? 
in that situation? When, do you, when, when would it be enough for you? Um, what do you think that our response should be in a, in a situation like that? There's no right answer, is there? But there is a right heart. There is a right heart. And it's a heart that resolves to add value whenever we can. Because we're not trying to solve the best answer for the windy bin issue. We just want hearts that are aligned with God. We want this resolve. I resolve to quietly add value wherever I can this year. I resolve to quietly add value whenever I can this year. And that's the last of our four resolutions. We've had, I resolve to go to Jesus more often this year. I resolve that those closest to me will get the best of me this year. I resolve to keep spurring others on this year. And I resolve to quietly add value whenever I go, whenever I can this year. I resolve to quietly add value whenever I can this year. Let's pray. Jesus, it's, uh, we know that for us to actually be this kind of person who just wants to quietly add value uh, whenever we can, uh, we need a transformation of our heart. We need, we need more of your desire to love selflessly inside of us so that even when no one else is watching, we know you are and we know you're with us and we know that you're empowering us to quietly add value. And we pray, God, for this heart from you that, that rises in us. Uh, so, that, so that in those spaces, in the quiet spaces, in the little spaces, in the everyday spaces, that you'd shape us more and more to be people who want to quietly add value this year. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.